Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching. Stay in Lane, Season 10, Episode 19. Today, we're going to unpick what does stay in your lane actually mean, plus give you three actionable steps that mean you can stay in your lane. Yeah, and stay really focused in what you're doing rather than getting distracted by everything else around you. Which I think Hayley's probably just given it away of like, what does stay in lane yeah, actually mean? I think distractions are going to come up quite a bit today. Yes. And... I am going to apologise because uh, as I'm going through the plan now, I feel this might get a little bit ranty. I can it feel... It might sting a little. It might sting... You might have to sit on the edge of your seat a little bit. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat a little bit. So we're kind of like in the same place. So come and, come and sit next to us on the edge of our seats. It might sting a little bit. We might fall off. But I'm not, I do apologise, but I don't apologise. It's like a sorry, not sorry <laughs> of, I can feel the passion already brewing. Yeah, it's good. Do you it's know what I mean? Now, this is a phrase that I use a lot. Yes. Stay in your lane. And I think a lot of people have heard it, but they've not fully, they don't fully get it. Yeah. So I want you to imagine for a moment that you're running a race yes. on a track. You have your own lane. Yep. You're not, like, my lucky number uh, track number, I did have a lucky lane number. My lucky lane number is number two. Number two. So we're in lane number two mm-hmm. and we've got people on, one person on the inside, you've got other people on the other side. Imagine if Usain Bolt was in people. there as well. Let's just say he's in lane three next to us. So like we're starting off our race. We're looking around, looking at other people at the start line of this race, mm-hmm. judging them as to whether they would be better than us. Usain Bolt's doing his elaborate warm-up, and we've basically just taken our jumper off as our warm-up. Well, you <laughs> have. I haven't. I have. I'm copying Usain Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a parrot right behind him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like... He swung his arm around three times. I'll swing my yeah. arm around three times. <laughs> we're there gauging what everyone else might be able to do. And then we get ready. We're on the start line. And as we get going, you start the race. But all you end up doing is looking at the people to the left of you and to the right of you. And the more that you look at other people, the less sure you are of your own footing. Well, can I pause you there as well? Yes, please do. Wherever your head goes, mm. okay, is where your body follows, mm. okay? which is crucial here. So if I look right and I'm looking at Usain Bolt's lane, I'm going to end up in his lane. Yeah. So now I'm in his... Well, then you're disqualified. Well, well, no, but let's just say I'm not disqualified. Yeah. But let's just say now I end up in his lane. Now I'm running his race. Yeah. Now I'm running in next to him. Now mm. I'm directly making comparisons. Mm. I'm already getting into it, aren't I? Yeah. But now maybe I'm, I'm chasing him down and I'm... I'm I'm mentally going to screw myself over in my head of like, why can't I catch him? I'm not good enough. I can't and do this. And this is the thing. You stop focusing on the finishing line that's in front of you, in your lane, in, in front of you, you've got your finish line, and it might only be 10 metres away, but you've stopped focusing on that. And instead, you start looking to the left or to the right. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you're crossing over, like you said, into someone else's lane, which gets you further away from your finish line. It doesn't get you closer. But if I stayed in my lane, I might not finish first, second or third. I may come last. Mm. But the race was I finished 
and I competed against Usain Bolt. Mm. The race was that you completed the race. Yes. You completed the distance that you set out to. Maybe it's your own personal best. Maybe. But the yeah, point yeah, is, completely. it didn't matter great about point. who was next to you. And we can get so distracted by these other people that we put in, our, in the race with us. We put in the game with us. And actually, sometimes these people don't even want to be playing this game against you. Can you imagine? I think this is a key point. Mm. The people, yeah, completely in the start line. Games We've, people play. Games people. That's a great book. I can't remember the author. We're trying to find <laughs> no, this, but it's a great book I read a couple of years ago, and it's called For Games People Play. Mm. Um, and it's actually to do with um, alcoholism and, mm. and drug abuse. But the when you actually strip back the... the I suppose, the crux of, of the book, you could apply it to anything. Yeah. Like, imagine if we're just playing a game with ourselves. But we've put all these people on the start line, but they don't even know they're on the start line. They don't yeah. even know they're, 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 there's a king and a pawn and, and all these other... Oh, like chess. Like chess yeah. on the... I know I've jumped to a different sport now, but they don't know there's different athletes lining up. Yeah. They don't even know they're in the game. Yeah. Yet we've placed them in the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't even ask to go on the start line. They still, they probably aren't even aware because it's all in our own heads, yeah, which amazing. is really where the lane is. It's about staying in our own mind, isn't it? Our yeah. own, staying, not staying in our head, but staying on our, focus. on our focus. And I think the lane represents the fact it's your business. It's not their business. And I don't mean money business. I don't mean like you as a fit pro business. I mean like... Life it, business. It's my business. You know stay when, out of Yeah, it. when people say, it's none of your business. Stay <laughs> yeah, out of it. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, it's your focus and what you're focusing on is your problems and it's your thoughts. It's not someone else's business. It's not someone else's focus. It's not someone else's problems. It's not someone else's thoughts. But we and, can get so yeah. consumed up in all this. And I'm going to say this is maybe an outcome of the last couple of years with Ooh. regards to various lockdowns and coronavirus and world events. Because I think we've become as a as a planet, we've become incredibly anxious which is thinking about future-based events that have not yet happened. And then we think about, you know, what's going on other side of a world and we make comparisons to our side of a world and lots of things are going on and we end up in our head, inside lots of thoughts, feelings and emotions. And now we want... Uh, does, do you see where I'm yeah. going with that? And other people's problems become our problems. Yeah, that's what Even I was trying to say. Better. they didn't necessarily invite us into that problem. Yes. <laughs> and actually... Sometimes you can spend so long focusing on other people's problems, other people's business, other people's focus, mm -hmm. other, other people's thoughts, that it's like the analogy of the running race in that you're looking at someone else's finish line, not your own. Mm -hmm. And you'll end up crossing someone else's line, not your own. Do you know, and wonder why you didn't get the goal you wanted. Well, do you know why you even set out for the goal in the first place? Because... Did, were we, was if that you didn't the even have the focus of what you wanted and all you were mm. doing was following That's people and copying things. I um, want to take a bit of a beeline on this and think about maybe from a personal perspective um, of staying in lane. And one of the things that distract have distracted me and I think may distract you as well mm. um, from staying in your own lane is other people. And yeah. I know Hayley's mentioned like, you know, it's none of your business, stay out of it and... And, and other people's problems. But actually, there's a lot of bloody negative people out there. There is a lot. And I found across the years that certain types of people can really distract you from your lane. Mm. Okay? And they can inject these different fears and different thoughts into your head. So it's their fears, it's their insecurities. Exactly. And by then, we mean it could be well, other I, trainers. Well, I remember when, I, when we first, I started Parallel 
on my own, really. Obviously, I was married to Hayley at this point, but I started parallel to start off with, knowing that Hayley, and you knew this, you were going to join me after about six months. Yeah. Um, so we had like a logical step into parallel and still had income coming in. And, you know, I, I worked in central London. I had a decent job. Um, it's still in fitness. And, you know, it, it, it was comfortable, right? Yeah. And so a lot of people around me thought I was crazy to give up... Um, the logical progression of, I suppose, the rat race yeah. for uh, for parallel coaching. Why would you give up a secure job to for, go and run your own business? To run my own business, whereby, I'll be honest, I didn't take a wage, pro- a proper wage or any meaningful wage or, or anything out of the business for probably the first year and a bit mm. properly. Mm. And people thought I was crazy. And so there was always negative people around me saying family clients well actually actually those two two types of people that were more negative than anyone it was the closest family (laughs) okay because obviously they wanted the best for me yes okay and and i i do believe now that everyone has a good intention in what they say yes yeah, it's based on their worldview. But it's based on their worldview. Mm. The other type of person was the fit pros closest to me. Mm. And I feel now that that was not just their own fears and insecurities, but it was them saying, I wish I was in your lane. Oh, and it was yeah. easier for other fit pros at the time to tear down my building so I was level pegging on ground zero with them mm. and build me up. That's a really nice analogy, actually. Let's explore that a little bit more. So this is basically like if you wanted to own the highest skyscraper in the city and yeah. you wanted to own the, the, the one with the tallest building wins, basically, you've got two options. You can either build a really nice big skyscraper on your own and make sure it's bigger than anyone else's. Or you can tear down everybody else. And, and so then, you, even if you only have a bungalow, it is the highest. It is the highest building, yeah, completely. City. And actually, that's often what I feel a lot comes across from a lot of negative people is that they're bulldozing you and everyone else around them so that they have feel better about themselves mm-hmm. and have this higher building, even if they only have a bungalow and they've not been working on making it any taller. Yeah, completely. Um, and, and that analogy, I think, sets every time someone's negative, I'm like, they're just tearing down. It's easier to tear something down but build something up because mm. building something up means you have to stay in your own lane. Building something up means you have to have time, energy, effort and money towards one focus. thing. Focus on your business, focus on your problem, focus on your thoughts. And it's actually harder to stay in lane. It's, it's quite easy to go and jump into somebody else's lane and, and tear their lane to pieces. It, it's easy for me to start on the running track to some degree, and in the first couple of strides, jump into Usain Bolt's lane and trip him over and go, hey, yeah. you didn't win. Yeah. We Neither of us won. Look at this, the world champion. Didn't win. Oh, no. Yeah. But no, neither did I. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I like that. Exactly. And that's that, and that ability so, to pick up when people, even if they do care the most about you, when they are saying negative things, it doesn't mean that that has to influence your focus, your problems, your thoughts, no, exactly. your business. Yeah, no, I like this. <laughs> Instead, it's you saying, you have your opinion on this. Thank you. Tell me more about it. Well, it what makes you think this? Yeah, no, what a great way. Like, I like that. Like, you're actually asking really cl- world-class questions there. And if they can't back it up, it's because it's based on a deeper thought, an inkling that they have, that it's not really good or that mm. it doesn't feel right or you shouldn't be taking this kind of risk. And then, but, I mean, you can look at it, like, objectively, rationally and say, like, okay, so you, is it true? <laughs> like, Haley's mentioned this book before from Byron Katie called The Work. And it's a it's a great book. Yeah. It's quite a straightforward. It's an easy book to read. But she has some inquiry questions about about pulling apart 
uh, I suppose, myths and facts, mm. information that uh, we, we, we absorb and saying, well, you know, the, key, the first question is, 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 is that true? Mm. So when somebody says to you, like Could when we true? were starting Parallel originally, and they go, why would you leave this nice, secure job to go and have a career, like uh, set up your own business, you're mad. You go, well, is that true? Does that make me mad? Well, no, it doesn't. Cool. Okay. Next question. <laughs> Next question. What else backs up this thought? And you can keep asking them these questions, keep exploring whether they're true in your world, not in well, their they're, world. They're allowed to believe it because yeah. that's their lane. Like negative people are, or uh, everyone's got a butthole. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> everyone's got a butthole. And everyone has an opinion. Everyone has an opinion. <laughs> Yeah. And it's okay for somebody to believe the things they believe. It's okay for people... That's what makes us human. Mm. If somebody thinks that the industry is, is getting better, great. If somebody believes that the fitness industry is declining, then so what? They believe that. Mm. It's, their, it's their map of a world. Yeah. What I'm challenging you as the listener right now is to think, well, how big is my map of mm. this world? Do I choose to believe the person that says it's growing? Or do I choose to believe a person that's saying it's declining? Yeah. Or do I choose to believe myself and go, it doesn't matter what other people think, I'm doing this. Really? I, 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 um, I um, listened to something yesterday. He's not my coach, but I do put him in like the realm of coaches. Does that yeah. make sense? So whilst I don't pay this guy to be my coach, because I'm not, I don't actually qualify to be coachable by him. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I do, I do follow virtually every bit of content he puts out. He said the other day that in 2008, uh, when like the world recession hit and the banks collapsed and whatnot, yeah. that everyone around him was so negative saying, you're never going to make any money from, from flipping houses. He was in uh, real estate. Yet he had the best year in his career ever oh, that nice. year. And then in 2011, uh, there was another kind of big financial crash. He had, again, everyone around him, negative people. You can't do this. The map of a world is saying... You won't make any money. You won't make any money. Yet he went and did his best year ever nice and what i really love about that is that shows how in lane he was yeah that although yes there is tangible facts that other things well, are changing in the world well he actually said because somebody somebody said like we're going into a recession mm. now following covid or nothing that's going on and whatnot and he was saying the recession doesn't exist he said literally back in 2008 and 2011 there was no recession for him because he just stayed in lane there you go. But so everyone else is a map of the world. On. Not yeah. even blinkered. He goes, I knew what was going on. Yeah. But it's not that I'm, I'm ignorant or don't believe it. On. But he said, it's the actions I took or the habits I had on a daily basis that focused purely on what I wanted to do in my lane. What I love as a lesson from this is it's a case of whatever might be going on around us. Yes. We can still get the results we want. We don't have to say, I didn't get that result because, because this is happening. Yes. Instead, I kept building up my, my house as tall my, as I could, could make it. Exactly my skyscraper, that. my focus so that I could... Stay in my lane. Completely. There's always going to be negative people around us, whether we like it or not. Whether we choose to listen and believe them, I can listen but not believe. Mm. You know, some of my closest friends are incredibly negative. <laughs> yeah? I love them for who they are. But I, I don't take their advice as, 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 as yeah. like gospel and say, well, that's now what I now believe. Yeah. 
because I I don't live in their head 24 hours a day, 168 hours a week. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's perfect. That's their map of a world. Oh, that's a really good point. And actually, so often, it will show up their fears, their insecurities, mm-hmm. or just their beliefs. Yeah. And their map of the world, and that's okay. But it doesn't need to be that they are your fears, insecurities, and beliefs. So if you're just starting out, mm. and you're learning, and you're, I don't know... Uh, in in a in an environment that say that whereby people are saying you know are you doing the right thing is this a good career move yeah. the industry is changing less people are buying the people are all going online that's only based on what they know to be true on the information yeah. that they've been exposed to i want you to feel the fire in your belly and remind yourself why you started, why you decided to, to phone up a training provider and find the information to enroll on a course and start learning. That is the fire in your belly that is going to build your skyscraper. Yes. It's not about other people. It's not about other people's thoughts of what's good or what's bad or what's going on or if something's changed. You're now just exposed to a different map of your world and it's making you feel a little bit... I don't know, questioning yourself, that's just for part of the territory. Accept nice. the fact that on your big map, imagine you've got a big map, I don't know, like the size of a, a big rug in your living room. Yeah. Okay. All you've done is you've gone to the top left-hand corner whereby there's a few negative people. And it's okay to go to the top left-hand corner every now and again and experience a little bit of negativity. But you might go, do you know what? I'm just going go to I'm just gonna go to the bottom left-hand corner. Because it's full of loads of positive people. Well, I'm going to... And who you are around makes a massive difference for that. So if you can actually take advice actually, from those that support your goals... It's really beneficial now and then to go into a different part of your map, mm. your map of the world, and go, do you know what? I forgot these negative people do exist. And actually, they've got some good valid points. But on the whole... I'm not going to listen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've listened, but I won't pay attention. I've listened, yeah. but I won't pay attention because the fire in my belly says I want to go to the bottom left-hand corner oh, of my rug. Now, let's have a look at this another way. So obviously, this is a great concept to say, stay in your lane. Don't listen to these negative people. Yeah. But how do we actually action this? And we've wanted to put together, we've got three points. We also wanted to leave a podcast on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> Not ranting, are you? Not ranting. And we wanted to put together three different points that you can kind of have as actionable, tangible things to keep you focused on what you're doing, keep you in your lane, rather than going, I know I'm supposed to stay in lane, but over there looks so attractive. <laughs> yeah, completely. Well, well, we all do when, it. When people gossip and when mm. people are negative, it actually they, they actually create quite a bit of noise. So when we stand on the rug, this metaphorical map, mm. it's actually quite, our ears prick up at the noise in the top right-hand corner. And we gravitate over there to go, well, what's going on over here? Mm. I want to give you some noise on three points to gravitate you to your lane. Yeah. Wherever that might be on your map. Wicked. So and number it, one. It starts with trying to read my, uh, my, my question. Solving your own problems. Yes. Now this is really important because earlier I said that the things that amount to being in your lane are your own business, your own focus, your own problems, your own thoughts. Your problems are different to the person in the next lane. They've got a different set of problems. So and let's what's... build on that. Usain Bolt's problem yeah. might be 
Um, increasing but, his out the block time. Increasing his out the block time. Your problem might be um, mid distance stride. Or mid distance stride length. The next person's problem could be actually are they fit enough to do the full direct the full distance? Yeah. So even though you've got three different people on the start line, they've all got three different problems. Mm, yeah, exactly. That's nice. So, and actually, what's important is that you focus on solving the problem you have. Not just doing something because everyone else is doing it. So, and at the beginning, do you remember, Neil? <laughs> I'm trying to jump you in. You mentioned, yeah. I know. Neil mentioned that whatever warm-up Usain Bolt would do, he would follow and he would do the same yeah, warm-up. Yeah, I deliberately said that. <laughs> <laughs> so what he's done is he's gone, well, Usain Bolt might be doing that warm-up to get more out of his block start, for example. Something that's specific to him. But that might not solve my problem. So if I just copy whatever Usain Bolt does in the next lane, I'm that's actually an, solving yeah. his problem that I don't necessarily even have rather than solving my own problem in doing so so part of staying in your own lane is actually staying true to yourself so if i jump into another person's lane and let's say i do take advice from another fit pro which is okay i suppose mm -hmm. it's okay to take advice from fit pros i'm yeah. going to say it's 100 yeah. but it doesn't mean it has to be a hundred percent what you don't I have to listen did. to it but it doesn't have to be everything gospel. That's no. now what I believe. Mm. Because they're in a very different part of their fit pro journey as mm. well. So let's say, let's just go back to the negative person. Okay. The negative person that is, let's say, a family member or a close friend. Yeah. And you're now starting out as a fit pro. Two very different viewpoints of very different problems. You're on day, let's say, day 50 of your learning. They haven't even considered becoming a fit pro. So really, their opinion doesn't count for anything. Mm. But now let's say I'm working in a gym and there's another negative fit pro in the gym. They might be three, let's say three years into their fit pro journey. And let's just say that they have struggled to pick up clients in the gym. They're on day 1,100 and they've had a negative 1,000 days. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're on steel on day 50. Your problem is I need to get qualified. Mm. That's your next problem solved. Their next problem is, I don't know what their problem is, their next their problem. Yeah. But we don't share the same problems. So but I don't compare myself. I don't compare myself to Rachel Holmes. I don't compare myself to James Smith. I don't compare myself to any other fit pro person. Joe Wicks. Joe yeah. Wicks because Joe Wicks is, I've been in the industry longer than Joe Wicks. Mm. So he might go, well, my God, they've been going for like 10 years. Yeah. He might be making comparisons to me. Yeah. But I might be making comparisons to the fact that he's worth 14 and a half million. And sold and, more books. And, so, and sold more books. <laughs> but I can't make those comparisons. And then you can't... Because follow... I'm not in that lane. Exactly. And you can't follow their solution for doing it. And the amount of times that I've seen people say, but this... Uh, trainer in the gym does this therefore I'm going to do that exercise as well or this trainer always does cardio before resistance therefore I must only do cardio before resistance but actually the things that you choose to do have to have a reason behind them mm. and that reason is almost not in the nicest possible way not good enough to be just because someone else is doing it it's a very good point. <laughs> um, I know it sounds a bit harsh, but it's, it, there's a better reason for doing something than because someone else is doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Completely. So um, the question yeah. comes back to is like, what's your next logical problem? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So if you're a trainee fit pro and you're around negative people and you've been distracted by other people's lanes and other people are trying to pull you over to a different part of their map, think, well, what's my next logical problem? Mm. Well, it might be to submit my learner achievement pack. All of your time, energy, effort, focus on your business, focus on your next problem, focus on your own thoughts of how do I get this learn of achievement pack sent in yeah. by a particular date. Notice 
that all of the noise around you, all of the other lanes of people slowly disappear, quickly disappear because all of your energy is focused on, well, I just want to get my LAP in. Now you've got your LAP in and you've got your results. I've now passed. You've got your certificate. What's your next logical step? What's your next progressive problem? Yeah, nice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and often I... people jump to the wrong problems. So, so often I've heard um, people go, well, I know I'm qualified. I just need to get fit first. I just need to go, like, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and sign up to Joe Wicks' program or I'm going to go on this fitness weekend or I'm going to go on this particular, like, boot camp with a different person and I'm going to go and be a client and I'm going to see what that feels like to be one of their clients and then I'm going to go and do that same thing myself. And actually what they're looking at is they've now taken it and they've changed the total problem. They've gone in as an end user into this Joe Wicks pro. Let's just use a Joe Wicks program as an example. Um, they go into it as an end user, even though they're already qualified as a PT and they know all this stuff. They already know the information. They don't need, that's not their so problem So what you're right saying now. is part of this is actually staying in lane is actually distracting yourself with a, I suppose, a sexier, more exciting yeah. uh, problem mm. than actually the next logical problem. Yeah, oh yeah, it would be much more fun to go and get fit compared and to And do something that we love marketing. doing, exercise, than actually getting your first client. and getting your first client completely. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's you. Maybe that, have, may, yeah. Which is magpie syndrome, isn't it? Of, yeah. of the next shiny thing, going after the shiny thing rather than the, the next thing could be, well, not shiny. <laughs> but let's, I know we're mixing up lots of analogies now, but let's bring that into the idea of building the tallest skyscraper. That's basically saying you got two stories in and then decided to stop building that one and go and build another one somewhere else on a nicer part of town. Yeah. And then, oh, maybe actually I've got two stories into building that one and I want to build another so, one. What was your focus? Yeah, exactly. So if you're going to go and build the tallest building and you're going to go and build a tribe and get loads of clients and get busy and do the thing you want to do that you're qualified in, whether that be PT, Pilates, yoga, spinning, boot camping, aqua, I don't mind what it is really. And I dare, dare I say I don't really care. It's what not I, your business. It's not care. my business. What I do love <laughs> is the fact that you're helping more people get more active okay, yeah, nice. and get faster, fitter, stronger, leaner, meaner, regardless of the mode. But at the end of the day, what's if I'm going to build a skyscraper out of this, I've got to go and build some solid foundations. Mm -hmm. Then I've got to um, get the first uh, first floor, ground floor walls in. Then I've got to put a ceiling in. Then I've got to put some stairways in. Then I've got to go up a level. Then I've got to do it all over again. So there's these logical steps to building this. What we don't want to do is get partway through and go, oh, look, it looks much better over there. I'm going to go over there and do something else. Yeah, build another one. I'm going to stop building this. I'm going to, I really enjoyed that just doing foundations. I'm only ever going to do foundations. And you've got hundreds of foundations across your map, but you yeah. never actually go up a little floor. Yeah, when the actual focus, your focus at the start was to have the highest building. To have the highest building. So like, what's your next problem? Mm. You know, so... If you're listening to this and you're a fit pro down the line and you're like, well, what's my next problem? That could be, well, that could be to sort out an email, uh, MailChimp, for example, to send automated emails. And then you might go and do, well, what's my next logical problem after I've set this MailChimp or Aweber up? Well, how do I write an effective email that has good click-through rates and open rates? Well, I'm going to go and do a short course or some learning and some reading around email marketing and I think well what type of content am I going to send them to well I might send them towards um, a YouTube or then you might go well my next logical problem is well how do I set up a YouTube then you went well I've set this up what's my next logical problem 
How do I do short form video content and be confident in front of a camera? So you might do some research, some reading or a short course around being on on camera and actually providing value. Solving so your own problems solving your and own not problem. being distracted. So for example, like building this Fit Pro Sessions podcast wasn't a case of, oh, I'm just gonna switch on the, on the, on the microphone and off I go. Mm. It was a case of, well, my next logical problem is I wanna build another social platform. Mm. We figured out why we wanted to build another social platform. Then we figured out, well, what, how do we actually build a podcast? Yeah. Then we did some research and reading and some training behind actually putting a podcast together. Then we did some uh, training around uh, having a, a, a studio set whereby we had lighting, whereby we had a good microphone, we had good sound, and we actually figured out the things around what makes a podcast. And it was very different problems at the very beginning compared to now. Completely. Yeah. So if totally. I, and, and what's my next problem after this? Well, it's actually about creating better, more enticing content that gets to more people. Yeah, with every episode. With every episode. And, and you've right. probably noticed over the course of the 180 episodes we've done now we're a lot more real raw and relevant yeah. a lot a lot more do we just talking as opposed to making it uh i suppose we about are... the production of it as much or exactly else. so exactly. what's your next problem that's the thing that helps stay in your lane you focus on your business your focus your problems your thoughts and that's okay yeah i love it point so number two distracted point number two is being a creator and not a consumer i like this this is my favorite this is out of probably all of them. your phrase that you use a lot i see a lot of fit pros um and and you know you can maybe i'm being the negative one now <laughs> in this ranty ranty place but you know i've i've helped coach and mentor literally thousands of fit pros and i've noticed a trend that when we're learning to become a fit pro and before we become a fit pro, we're very much a consumer of fitness. We consume going to the local gym. We consume ourselves and actually participate in, in reading lots of fitness-related blogs. We consume ourselves in everything to do with health and fitness. Instagram, Facebook. Exactly. We and, we, and we consume and we watch and we absorb. And there's nothing... Let's get this straight. There's nothing wrong with that. No. However, when you become a fit pro... Your future clients, your prospects and your clients are also consumers. And what they want to consume is you. <laughs> and in order for them to consume you, you must become the creator. Hey. So if you've enjoyed as a consumer watching loads of videos, then I suggest you start creating videos so your future clients and current clients can consume your videos. Nice. As a consumer, back in the day, if you loved reading blogs and you enjoy writing, then I suggest you write blogs or short form copy. Mm. And your prospects and your clients and your future clients can now start consuming you. If you remain the consumer and you don't create anything, we can't they be disappointed with not getting found. Mm. We, in order to get found, we have to become the creator. So as you look around, you might go, actually, what Parallel Coaching do? They seem to be busy. They seem to fill up all their gym courses, all their PT courses, uh, all of their CPD courses. They're always full. Why? We create content mm. relevant to that type of person. Yeah, for that ideal client. So you might go, well, yeah. that's interesting. Let's go and look at what Parallel Coaching do. Actually, I could take the same type of themes and I could create stuff just like that. You know, that's a bit of a tedious link. But you might go and look at another Fit Pro and go, 
And I've not said compare now, mm -hmm. but you might go, well, actually, let's just see as a consumer what, what was the questions that were asked. what type of questions were being asked. How did Joe Wicks answer this question? How did James Smith answer this question? Actually, I've been a consumer for far too long. I've got a ton of ideas because I've consumed the content and I'm going to go and create my content, build my skyscraper in the middle of my map. And I'm going to focus on my business, my focus, my problems and my thoughts. And I'm going to progress with my next logical problem and create meaningful, valuable content for my consumers. Boom. It doesn't mean you can't <laughs> consume still. I'm just saying you want to tip the balance. So if, I I've, if I've got a cardiovascular, cardiovascular goal and I can train five times a week, three of my sessions are going to be CV. Two of them are going to be Could resistance. Be I've got to be biased. I can't become a better runner by doing more deadlifts. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I can be a better deadlifter by doing more deadlifts and not running. Yeah. So if I want to be uh, build a this sky, creator. if I want to build more, uh, uh, build a higher skyscraper and stay in my lane and be be the fit pro I set out to be, then I've got to be biased towards creating content, creating value. It. it doesn't have to be online. It could be offline. It could be via. Um, local meetings, business meetings. It could courses, be courses. Anything whereby it, you're creating. It could be yeah. you create leaflets. It could be you go and create relationships. You go into all of the local nail salons if you're going after ladies and create relationships with the business owners that they could send you referral partners. You know, do you know what I mean? Like you've got create. to be creating your building. You can't, con you can't consume the bricks and expect to build a skyscraper. Yeah. In order to create the skyscraper, you've got to create the bricks. Love that. That's fantastic. That's re really, really good. So like, um, we've already had solve your own problems as yeah. point number one, an action that you can go and do. The second action was be a creator, not a consumer. Now the third one is about focusing on your goal. And this we've said about previously, but actually come back to how do I stay in lane? Whenever you find yourself getting distracted by the shiny things or distracted by someone else or worrying about what someone else is doing, just remember or saying, that, yeah. or saying, yeah. just remember back, what is your goal? And so often I hear this with fit pros when we're starting working with them from a business point of view in our business Kickstarter, or when we've um, worked even with end user clients, it's the same thing. If you're not clear on your goal, if you're not clear where you're heading, if you don't know what your outcome is, then it's very easy to get distracted and confused immediately. And no wonder you feel lost. Actually, the thing is to just select a goal. And I know I, I know if this is you, then I understand because I've been the same. And this is that idea of saying, I don't want to select just one goal because what if I fail at it? I don't want to select just one goal because I might have chosen the wrong goal and I actually wanted something else. But you don't know unless you pick something. You've got to pick something. You've got to move forward on You've something. You've got to throw the dart the dartboard at least to try and go, actually... I didn't like darts. It'd be a pretty rubbish running race if there wasn't an end line. If there wasn't, because your end goal was the finish line. Yeah. If there wasn't a finish line and everyone was just running around all over the place, there wasn't even a time stop. So when I started out in race. fitness, I, I, my goal was to help um, guys my age in my early 20s um, bulk up a little bit. I mean, after a few years, I realised I didn't particularly enjoy that and I banged my head against a brick wall and I started training uh, ladies around weight loss and middle age. Yeah. And then I went and did group-based stuff and then I changed my mind. And I kept changing my mind until I found something and I found this thing called parallel coaching. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and boot camps. And mm -hmm. I did large group-based uh, male boot camps. And 
you know, you, you're not, you, you know, the average age of a CEO is 54. The average age of somebody that becomes a millionaire is 57. The average mm-hmm. age of a president is something like, is like 58. Do you know what? People don't figure their shit out until their mid to late 50s, which is <laughs> annoying because then you go and retire. Most people retire at 60. Do you know the, the dream that people have? I know I got a bit ranting yeah, all of a sudden. Like is they go, oh, I'm going to retire at 60. But most people haven't figured their shit out until just a few years before. Mm, I'm fine doing what I Apologies enjoy. for the swearing. But yeah. we're not meant to figure this out when we first get going. You're not meant to have like your holy grail all figured out when you're literally just fresh out the, the PT or fit pro Pilates yoga gates. You're not meant to go, do you know what? I know my life's calling. I've just left university. I know I'm 16 years old. I know what I'm going to do with my life. Like, you, but like, you do need to pick something. But you do need to pick something. Because once you've picked something as your goal, you can head towards it. And you've got focus. You've got that straight line mm. that you can start moving towards. And then, either when you get there, you can go... That's you know not what? quite it. No, something else. And then you can move on to something else. But it keeps you focused. Not many people know this, but Hayley and I actually started another business when we came fresh out of uni. Uh, we set up a limited company. We had a, a membership health service uh, that we did third party referral work for Um, and we sold that business after about a year of doing it it was incredibly successful but I'll be honest I didn't like it I didn't like anything about it this isn't what I want to be doing but and people go oh you've changed your minds oh no what a shame all these negative people around me oh, in the top right. You're not doing that anymore. The top right hand <laughs> corner, left down corner of my map was all negative people. And I go, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. going to go and do this. Oh, that's a bit of a U turn, isn't it? So what? No, everything I learned along the way helped me get I've in. learned I'm so much in the last year. I'm, I, have, I couldn't move on mm. without having done the last year. Yeah. Do you exactly. know what I mean? So you're not meant to have got it all figured out. But you this, do need this, to focus. this third point was focus on your goal. What I will add on to that is whatever you pick, make it a, a big, audacious, desirable, mm. inspirational goal. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, you know, I've worked make with... Make it a really good PB. Make it a really good PB. If you, if you can run a... Uh, if you can currently do 10K in an hour and you say, right, I'd like to do 10K in 58 minutes, that's not... Uh, don't, that's a great... I'm not putting anything down, but you've just knocked two minutes off your time, which is a decent percentage. But if you then set an audacious, inspirational goal and said, I'd like a sub 50, there's a different fire in your belly when it comes to training. Mm. There's a different fire in your belly when it comes to repping out. I know we've done a lot of different analogies, but I do a lot of surfing and bodyboarding. Mm. Now, I set a goal last year or this year was to get inside a barrel. Which is where the the wave tips over you. Now, last year, I got wiped out on a few waves that were perhaps, I don't know, five to six foot, and they were Mm. decent size. You know, imagine laying on a tea tray with a five-foot wall of water that you slide down the front, and, you know, it it does hurt. You do wake up the next day pretty bruised and battered. But then I set a goal and said, well, I want to get inside a barrel of at least a a six to eight-foot wave. And so I've had to do rep after rep after rep. Now, that is an audacious goal Mm. because it's a big step up. Yeah. And now I find myself inside the barrel of five, six foot waves comfortably. You've got to set yourself a goal. And that goal has to be audacious. If you're going to set a fitness business goal that says, right, by the end of the year, you know, what I really want or need is to earn £10,000. And you currently earn £10,000 or £8,000 or £6,000. It's not a big step up in the grand scheme of things. Is it a big enough audacious inspirational goal that actually gets your butt off the sofa to actually go and do the work and rep after rep after rep? And when you fail, you get back up. And when you fail, you get back up. I'm probably going to say no. 
Don't get me wrong. I'm not in the top right hand corner now being negative. <laughs> I'm just saying that you've got to set an audacious goal. And it's okay to fall short. It's okay to fail. It's okay to miss the mark. But you've got to be focused on it. But you've got to be focused. So if you currently say earn just a few thousand pounds and you say, right, by the end of the year, I'm going to earn 40,000 pounds. You're like, shit, how am I going to do this? You've got to move some. You're, not, men- you're not meant to know how you're going to do this. And at the end of the year, you might fall short by 18, 20, 25,000 pounds. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. What matters is you had a big aspirational goal in your belly that said, do you know what? I'm going to try and figure out my next problem. And you became someone in trying to solve your own problems, trying yeah. to be the creator yeah. and also staying focused for that staying whole focused. time. But the focus Bridget. remains really bright burning when you've got a big, hairy, audacious goal that you go, do you know what? It's dark outside, it's cold, it's winter, it's five o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get it's up and I'm going to read that chapter of that business book. Because, and your eyes are falling asleep. You're like, no, 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 bring myself back around. I'm going to do this. Because guess what? There's a fire in your belly that says, I am on a mission and I'm in my lane. But if your goal is not very big or it's not very audacious or it's not very inspirational to you, then when it is cold and dark and miserable and your eyes are closing, there's no real juice or fire in your belly that says, wake up. And that's really what I hope we've done today is for you to actually... Get some fire. Get some fire and believe in you. Like no one else on your map needs to believe in you. Only you. Yeah, I think that's wicked. It's really, really smart. So what I would like you to do is to drop... Let us know what your big takeaway is What's your big today. takeaway? Um, oh, that's so much. Um, for me, I think it's what you said about the map with the negative people. You can just move on to a different part of the map. Mm-hmm. And know that they're still going to be there. Um, what's yours? Believe in you. Yeah. Like people, people on your map might not believe in you. Uh, they have good intentions to believe in you. But the only person that really needs to believe is you. Mm. Like I genuinely deep down know this. I can feel it. It's why I got passionate. I, I feel like there's a, there's a fire woken up in me now. Is I remember back to the early stages of Parallel. There was lots of people around me that perhaps didn't believe. And they thought I was mad. Even yeah. you at times thought I was a little bit mad. Yeah, some of the things I'd come up with. And I'd yeah. be like, it doesn't matter. I believe. Yeah. And it worked. And it worked. Yeah, exactly. The more you believe in yourself, the more you focus on your business. The more you believe in yourself, the more you focus on you. The more you believe in yourself, the more you focus on your problems, which means you can solve your next problem. The more you focus on you, you focus on your thoughts. And they might be a, a, a mixture of thoughts, feelings and emotions, but they're yours and you believe them. And the moment you start to believe them, you start to create your path, create content, create meaningful actionable steps to get your message out there yeah exactly which means it's inevitable that you're going to get your goal mate yeah <laughs> it's inevitable it's inarguable that you're going to get your goal when With you believe in you of focus and that amount of belief exactly i love it the other thing i would really like you to do to share your takeaways is to um take a screenshot or a photo of wherever it is you're listening to this right now and use the hashtag stay in lane and also tag us at Parallel Coaching so that you can share with people that you're listening to today's podcast episode. And if anybody ever needs a kick up the butt to get their, their fire going in their belly, I'm more than happy to do that. Reach out to us. Reach out, and, uh, more than say, happy. I need a kick up the butt. Which people do. Yeah, you know, a lot. Actually. Which maybe that would be a good podcast is how do we stay motivated? Yeah. The simple answer is here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I I'm very focused on my goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's wicked. And I really want to know what your big takeaway is. So you can, like I say, um, share this on your social medias or you can use the link to the Inner Circle Facebook group where you can share your big takeaway from today. And we will see you, Brian Breezy, next Monday for episode number, number 20. 20. See you later. Bye.
Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence. We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work, and that with the right structure, support, and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So how do you learn, qualify, and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.